0: Welcome to the Built Different Podcast. I'm your host, Will May, team leader, real estate coach at Color Williams Greater Omaha. I am extremely excited about the conversation that we're going to have today. Um, it'll be a little bit different, right? Built Different Podcast. So we have <laughs> Keaton Hutchinson in um, in the building today for this conversation. And I imagine we're going to go off the real estate uh, track a little bit with just kind of your journey, what you've been focusing on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so thanks for making the time. I know how busy you are. Yeah. Thanks so, so much for having me, Will.
1: Appreciate yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Um, you and I met Geez, a, a few years ago, and I remember stories. Coffee, we had coffee there, and I remember yeah. leaving. Like, dude, that he's a hustler. Yeah. He, you got, <laughs> you had this drive about you um, that I was like, at some point, like I got to be in that in his world, right? Mm. Um, and so I always remember that. That was the impression you made on me when I first yeah. met you. And now to like see the work you've been doing on yourself yeah. uh, has been inspiring. But now, now I when I meet with you every single time, I'm just like. This guy's got like this calming presence about him, yet he's still a driven dude, right? So it's been cool to see that kind of progression. Yeah,
1: yeah. Thank you for for seeing that in me, man. I appreciate that. Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, All right, we always start with the same three questions, so we're going to get into those, and then we'll take this conversation wherever it may go. Uh, But um, I always like to ask first, if you could write a book today, what would you write about?
1: If I could write a book, I I, I would write about... How everybody's exactly where they need to be. Like you're perfectly placed, exactly where you need to be. All the good, the bad, the ups, the downs. Like you're perfectly placed, exactly where you need to be to, in order to really become who who you're who you're designed to to become. You know, and your purpose here. So that's something that I would write about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's why I'm excited about yeah. where this conversation is going to
0: go today. So I'm like, <laughs> let's get through this real estate stuff so we can figure out because we yeah. both have a similar um, interest in terms of like. Um, philosophy in terms of what, why we're here, yeah. you know, how this all works, how the world's put together. And we all struggle at mm-hmm. times, yeah. you know, and we, we maybe don't do so well with the things that we've learned. And I think that's the whole journey, right? Yeah. Um, number two, and from your opinion, whether it's to the public or other agents, what's the biggest
1: misconception of mm-hmm. being a realtor? Biggest misconception of being a realtor is like a lot of a lot of other realtors have said on the podcast is really that this, it's easy. You know, you just quit your job and you're just gonna show up and you're gonna make all this money. It's just like anything else. You gotta, you gotta build the business, you gotta wear all the hats, you gotta grind, you gotta hustle. There's a, I like to call, call it a grind period. Mm-hmm. You know, usually that three to five years before things really take off for most people. And uh, people just think it's easy money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to run a business.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to come back to that. Um, As far as the market conditions, you've been selling for how long? This is year four. Year four, okay. So, are you seeing anything different in the market right now? I mean, everything's different as as the market progresses. But what where are you seeing the market at in
1: in the current, you know, early twenty twenty four that we're in right now? Early twenty twenty four, I think people are starting to become a little bit more optimistic. You know, everybody's kind of been in their head. Everybody's been really negative about the real estate world the last year or so. I think you know, with election year, I think with rates starting to come down, I think people are just a little bit more optimistic and, and are willing to take that step into real estate, whether they're buying, selling, investing. Yeah. I, I think it's gonna be a fun, optimistic year.
0: I love it. Yeah. So you're seeing the positive and the opportunity in yeah. it. There's always opportunity. Where, where most people see the negative yeah. side of things yeah. and then we listen to, you know, media and we hear all these negative things yeah. and then we create
1: scarcity mindset, right? Yeah. I believe that. I believe that you create your own market. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's people like even in 2008, they crush it, right? And it's because they understand they are their own market. So if you are running your business based on market conditions, you're always going to be up and down, and you're always going to be in your head, and you're not going to do as well. Yeah. So
0: that's yeah. that's really good. Um, so talk to me a little about sales. So we gave this conversation the the beautiful thing, and what I coach to, too, and what I've learned about you know the sales industry is, um, it's going to teach you who you are. You're going to attract the type of people you are. I, I ask my agents all the time, uh, name three things about. You know three characteristics of your most important uh, clients are where you spend spending most time they frustrating they're you know this that and the other well are you frustrating because that's the type of person you're attracted to what have you learned about yourself and your i know you've been selling longer than four years in terms of sales
1: but what have you learned what has sales taught you about yourself hmm. i mean everything i mean i think there's no better vehicle to help you grow and evolve and learn about yourself, then starting a business, whether it's real estate or whether it's something else, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you learn how to deal with rejection, you learn how to deal with failure, um, you learn what you're good at, you learn what you're not very good at, yeah. right? Um, typically, it leads people into a journey of personal development. You know, when they see their holes, they see what's not working, it's like, oh, well, I need to get better. Let me start reading books, let me start attending seminars, you know, and that's the personal development side um, that I think a lot of people get into especially on the KW side I think that's um, one of the things that really draws together the KW community together is really this this deep desire to grow mm-hmm. not just in business but as a person yeah um, so I think that's where the personal development starts for a lot of people and um, I think you know to, to I know we'll probably get into this a little bit I feel like I'm moving out of the personal development into um, a little bit deeper. Uh, season of my life than just the personal development. I've been in the personal development season probably the last 10, 12 years of my life. And yeah. now I'm just kind of moving on from that.
0: Yeah, you're, yeah. you're exactly right. And there's, there's progressions and phases. Yeah. It's cool that you say that because you, uh, you get into sales and you say oftentimes, but I think, Oftentimes, we're high performers. We have a real, every sales industry has um, a very low retention rate. Why is that? Because eventually, you do got to look at yourself. Eventually, you do got to understand, where do I need to grow as a person? And some folks start books. Some people start working out a little bit more. Some people get to meditation. But eventually, once you learn, like, what I'm chasing isn't, what's going to fulfill me it's the journey along the way and who i become that's the point where people get a little afraid right because then you have to start feeling Mm -hmm. and the moment you start feeling things you don't only get the good you get all the yeah the the stuff you maybe like dug real deep, and put that away. I don't want to deal with that right now. And as that stuff comes up, I think that's kind of where you're at. Yeah. And you're you're further along than a lot of people, right? Because yeah. you're working through those things. Um,
1: what brought you there, and and why is that you know important and interesting to you? <clears throat> so I don't know if we have we have too much time for the full story, but um, basically in 2022, I got to a place in my business and in my life where like the life that I journaled about, the life I always wanted to create. I got there. I got there a lot quicker than I thought I would. And I had, I had a phenomenal marriage. I've been married uh, to my wife for three years. We've been together for thirteen. I had more money than I'd ever made. I had more money uh, that my family's ever made. Um, I was in perfect health, well, I thought I was. Right, I was getting up every every day at five a.m. going doing CrossFit, and uh, you know. Um, my body actually started talking to me a little bit. Um, end of 2021, I was, I was starting to be burnt out because I was, I was doing the personal development thing at like the highest level possible, right? It was like 4am CrossFit grind for 12, 14, 18 hours. Kale and I were in the office every Saturday, every Sunday. Like we'd almost kind of compete with each other on that. Like who could get to the office earlier? He was always there earlier than me, but, <laughs> um, but we would always be there together. Right. And, uh, I just got to a place in my life, man, where where the things that made me happy and filled me up no longer did that for me. And I couldn't figure out what was wrong. I was like, dude, like this is what I always wanted, right? And so long story short, um, you know, I started medicating that, I started just working harder. Um, I went on a family vacation with with my in-laws, you know. uh, I was relaxing, I had a great time, I got back. And this is June of 2022. Um, it was like a day or two after we got back. I couldn't even get out of bed. I couldn't even get out of bed, man. It went like from zero to a hundred, I right? Couldn't get out of bed. I walk into my wife's office. I'm like, hey, like there's something wrong with me. Like I know my body. I was like, I need to go to the doctor. I need to get some blood work done. My testosterone was in the tank. My cortisol was up. Um, long story short, you know, uh, that's where I was. Like I was, I was depressed. I was anxious. Um, I was in fight or flight. Like. And I couldn't figure out why. I was like playing the victim mentality, right? Like I was like pleading with God. I'm like, what's going on with me? Like I did, I'm doing everything I thought I was supposed to do. And um, I was in that space for for about eight to 12 months, man. I was just fighting it and willing it, you know? And um, I basically just got to a place where I was like, I'm willing to surrender, I'm willing to let go. I'm willing to like not play the victim and see why this is happening to me and just really lean into that. And that's what I did all of last year, man. I tell everybody <clears throat> um, my full-time job in 2023 was healing. Everything else was a side hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, now I still, still had a great year last year. I, did, I think I did 21 transactions, 7 million, but I was working 15, maybe 20 hours a week. I was traveling all year trying to figure out who I was, the identity of Keaton Hutchinson, the go-getter realtor, the hustler, the grinder, the, the you know, um, To do it all, be strong all the time—like that identity was was dying in front of me. It was unraveling right in front of me, and so I had to just really allow that process to happen, man. And it allowed me to, um, you know, get into somatic breath work, really explore like my trauma, really explore like why am I the way I, Mm -hmm. why why am I the way I am, right? Like why did I want to start this business? Why am I so money driven? You know, I started to peel back the layers, and it all started to make sense. and instead of playing the victim, it was like, oh, like this was all beautifully orchestrated. Mm-hmm. This was actually grace. It brought you to this point. This actually makes sense. Like I, I'm so grateful for it, but it was it was the hardest thing I ever went through in my entire life. Like yeah. every day I woke up, I'm like, I don't even know why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if I wanna be here. Like that's where I was. And it just, but if I didn't get to that point, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. Cause I never would have woke up. Yeah. Right. So. Um, yeah, that's like the five-minute cliff note version. Yeah. There's a lot of details in there at one point. I'll was, I
0: was get goosebumps, yeah. right, because um, we all know those feelings. And it's almost cool, like, even my, in my story, what I went through from when I was 20 to 30, I always say, like, I was sprinting towards this paradise that I thought was going to make it all better. Yeah. And when we say sprint and we say personal development, how we're speaking of that is grind, hustle. Yeah. Um, I knocked 62,000 doors. Now, you proud about that? Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. I did those things, yeah. right, because I was seeking something that i thought would make it all better Mm. and and all of our you know all of life is suffering right everything we everything we work towards is to make everything be okay because we want to feel comfortable um and at some point i had to look up one day and be like i'm no closer to that paradise so that was the point where i was like okay i got to turn around face the storm yeah what is that that's your past um that is being okay i don't know if you've ever read uh the heart of the soul Mm -hmm. um there's a chapter in there called idol worship Hmm. And what that means is um, we put these different um, personas on yeah. father will team leader will salesperson yeah. Yeah. door knocker friend yeah. son we put all these versions of ourself on yeah. to run from ourselves and know that okay when I'm in this mode I'm comfortable because I don't have to feel right okay yeah. and so at some point in this progression it's saying okay I've got to go sit with that person right. and know who right. will is yeah. Change my name. It doesn't matter who's my soul. Where's my soul at? Right. And then if you're able to uh, be comfortable there, understand who that person is, deal with all the negativity and the positive, joy, negative, all the stuff that's there, you can step into those different roles in a much more whole place. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And so I've always took a lot from that, knowing like that's the journey. Yeah. So people never understand yeah. like or get to that point and, and not saying that they're not doing the work. It's just we, no one ever taught us these yeah. things. Yeah. Um, so as you kind of get in there, thanks for sharing your five minutes of vulnerability
1: yeah,
0: and what yeah. you went through. So what's life like now hmm. and, and only working five, 15, 20 hours a week, yeah. listen for a quick second, business owners like you have a job and responsibility to become a better human. He, he right. said he's working 15, 20 hours on the business. Yeah. He's working on himself
1: though. Oh, the full-time job is me. You know, just because I was working on the business that amount, I was working on myself harder than I ever had before. So really stepping into the fear, the sadness, the grief, the anger, all the things that were in me that I wasn't even aware of, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the real work, right? Like yeah. you'll you'll have these guys on the internet that are like, oh, like, like you gotta get up at 5 a.m. and you gotta grind. Like, <laughs> trust me, I used to be that guy, right? Yeah. Like I like Andy Frisella, God bless him, dude. He was like my first like like main teacher, right? Like he got me to where where I was. Like I was one of the first people to start 75 hard, right? Especially in the real estate world. And that's from Andy Frisella. Yeah, I've been listening to him for 10 years and. Um, you know that's that grind mentality, right? Which is great. Like mm. that'll only take you so far, though. Yeah. Like, what if the second half of that, if it if it's if it's less about getting and it's more about uh, letting go, mm. right? Like that's, that's what I'm charity. being taught at a deep, deep level. Is it's it's more about surrendering. It's more about letting go. It's 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 recognizing that the older that I get, that my life isn't mine, bro. My life is life's life, right? And I'm being pulled in a direction that I can't control whether I go there or not. Mm-hmm. Like the, the best thing that I can do is let go and surrender and allow that to to just unfold and see where it takes me. And it makes life so much easier and more uh, pleasurable. And there's way less suffering involved because I'm working with life. I'm not resisting life. And that's what most people do, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, I just gotta work harder. Or, oh, like I just gotta do this or I gotta do that. Like it's all about doing. It's all about the external, right? What about being, mm-hmm. right? It's all about being first. Like you start from that being choice of, you know, I'm going to be that, that happy person now, and I'm going to work from that aligned place as opposed to, oh, when I make a million dollars, then I'll be happy. Most people got it backward, especially yeah. the personal development world. They got it backward, yep. right? But sometimes, I mean, we're all hard, hard-headed. We all got an ego. We all want to do things our way. That's right. So a lot of times, you know, we got to get knocked down before we wake up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, if that didn't happen to me, I'd still be doing the same things I've always done. Yeah. I mean think about the word grind, right? Think about it. Just the the energy behind grind, it's like it's hard work, it's a struggle, it's like it doesn't sound fun. Like that's why I had to dissolve my tagline. My tagline the first three and a half years of my business was to go get a realtor. Like think about the mm-hmm. the energy behind that I, quite- I gotta chase, <laughs> I gotta go get, right? Like I need to take that off. Um but it's <laughs> but it's like I don't want to do that anymore, right? Like, I want to operate from this, this being, you know? And I'm not saying, like, I want to just go sit on a mountain and meditate and hmm. do all this stuff, right? But there's a middle path. It's like, there's, there's, a, there's a way of being and from that inspired place, that's where we take action from as opposed to, I'm just going to will and grind. Like, when you, you, can, you can build from power, you can build from force. Yeah. Force is where most people build from. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, the body is what pays the price when you build from force when you operate from will and just the hours and the grind. But when you operate from power, that's a place of being. Yeah. You start to just attract what you need and what you want into your life because of who you're being, mm-hmm. you know? It's the way the world works. So that's been a big part of my journey, man. Yeah. Just in be- And as a man, being able to feel, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like most men think that's weakness, mm-hmm. right? I think feeling and being vulnerable and authentic as a man is the strongest thing that you can do because I'm willing to deal with myself. I'm willing to sit with myself. I'm mm-hmm. willing to sit with my shadow. I'm willing to admit that, you know, I got I got some shit, dude. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And most men, all they want to do is they want to suppress that, whether it be with porn, whether it be with working out, whether it be with working too much, right? Um, alcohol, what other drugs? I mean, anything, right? We use that to suppress and numb and mm-hmm. run away from those parts of ourselves, because we don't accept those parts about ourselves. But when you start to do what I call the inner work, when you can start to integrate the shadow and you can, start, you can learn how to accept, and not only accept, but love those parts of you, you become a different person. And that's what you're seeing from me on the, you know, on the interwebs, whatever you want to call it. It's <laughs> like, like, it's this it's this piece of Keaton that, that I've integrated into the old version of Keaton, yeah. these pieces that were lost right? And it's just, I feel more whole, man. Yeah.
0: I love it. No, so, you said yeah. something that's really important and it's speaking to me right now because I'm in a, to be vulnerable, I'm in a place where I'm learning, I've been learning about letting go and surrender for two years now, yeah. but I'm very stubborn. I'm very resistant to it. Yeah. So like yeah. I, I've been asking for things in my life and mm-hmm. as they get here, I'm resisting them even though they're here, yeah. right? Do I, am I worthy of this? Is this mm-hmm. um, do I like how this is going? I listen to a lot of Michael Singer I don't know if you listen to Michael Singer at all dude he's he's like my go-to right now I love it it's phenomenal are you listening to his podcast I've, I'm long? on my fourth time listening to it like hundred percent on season two through. for the fourth time so he yeah. just had season three come right. out and the New Year's edition like but the surrender long. experiment is yeah. his book is great untethered soul opened my eyes to all of this yeah. Yeah. and it was funny Keaton because uh James actually gave me the book I listened to it and I was like I know this is what I need in my life, but I have no idea what this means. And I was do it four yeah. times in a row. Like yeah. it took me months yeah. and I'm like, oh, I think I finally get it, right? Yeah. And ever since that, like two, two and a half years now, it's like, how do you let go? How do you mm. surrender? And I, I get good in areas and then like the, the deeper stuff comes up that like yeah. abandonment as a kid and all these different things I have never dealt with.
1: Yeah. It's like
0: yeah. the scariest thing I've ever had to do. And then yeah. my body's like, I don't like this. Like, yeah. and then you feel it. It's like, I used to go do this to get rid of it. And then you got to learn how to sit in it so like i'm in the middle of this so hearing that you're doing these things inspires me to keep going um but how are you practicing like people might not even know what we're talking about like when when you have your stuff come up inside
1: um how are you practicing letting it go okay beautiful so we're gonna we're gonna practice it right here right now right right? so let's pretend because this is this is a this is an this is an example that most people will understand you're running late for an appointment, yes. right? Like I'm running late to a team meeting in real estate or a listing appointment even better, right? Since realtors are listening. Uh, chances are you're gonna have a person that is driving 10 minutes below the speed limit. Aren't you? hmm always time. happens every time, right? And so as opposed to resisting and getting mad and you know, this melodrama going on in your head about, uh, oh, this person needs a speed up. Oh, I'm gonna be late. Like, like. Like, the, the mind is going off right now, right? What you do is you take some deep belly breaths, right? So it's, and you slowly exhale, almost like you're breathing out of a straw. And you relax your shoulders, and you relax your eyes, and you relax your jaw, and you relax your tongue, and you relax your belly. I mean, this sounds so woo-woo to most people listening, but I'm telling you this works. You relax your body, because your body's in a contracted state at that time, and you welcome it, you welcome it. And what's funny is that car, probably a couple minutes later, it'll move out of its way, right? Mm -hmm. That's how you let things go, is like whether you're in the elevator, and you're claustrophobic, or you're in traffic, or whether somebody says something that triggers you, it's like you, you relax into your body, you take a deep breath and you let you, you let it go, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's the only way. And I mean, you've been listening to some Michael Singer too, but the only way to live the life that we're really all striving to live, one of joy, one of peace, one of love, the things that we think we're all gonna get through personal development and making money and doing X, Y, Z, is to let go of your personal preferences, is to let go of your opinions, your judgments, like those are the things that are keeping you stuck, mm-hmm. right? And they get stuck in your body, too, which we can go into somatic breath work from here. Yeah. But you carry these things. And most people have no idea what they're carrying. Yeah. I didn't either. I thought I was a super self-aware person, bro. Um, you know, even in 2022, I was like, man, I got this thing figured out, Yeah, you know, um, all of it. And it's like, dude, I know nothing, mm-hmm. man. You know, like, even what I've learned, I'm like, man, I know nothing. Yeah, life was, <laughs> life was tricky that way, too. Yeah. As I started
0: doing work, I'm like, oh, I can help more people now. And as I help more people, I started, had to go deal with even worse things. And then you're like, oh, maybe I don't got to figure it out. And you start second-guessing this. But the one, yeah. like, one thing with Michael Singer I love that he talks about is, like, <clears throat> you get to be in, in whatever you believe in, God or universe, you get to be in Disneyland. Right? Like, This is the lottery, bro. Yeah, like, you had to win. In order to be here, you had to win the lottery 16 times in a row in order to be yeah. on earth, right? Yeah. And, and then we get mad that yeah. that uh, the car's driving too slow, or we think that um, 13, t- t- says all the time, 13.8 billions of years passed yeah. and went to build this moment, but yeah. we think we control it, right? Yeah. But we yeah. come and we're gone. Yeah. And we, the whole time we're here, we're fighting what's happening. yeah. So you talked about something which pretty important, suffering. which yeah. is, yes.
1: <laughs> it's all self-inflicted yeah. all the time. 95% of our problems are self-inflicted. Yeah, It's my, like, it's not even that car that's in front of me that's upsetting me. It's my opinion. It's my preference. It's my idea of that person in front of me and the way they should be driving. And they shouldn't be in my way and I should be on time. Like that is suffering yeah. right there. And most people are suffering all day their entire lives Mm -hmm. and they think that by doing and accumulating it's going to fix that it's like if you don't go inward and deal with that it's never going to go away yeah i mean i could give you a billion dollars and you're still going to have to deal with yourself yeah so this is like and michael singer says this he's like this isn't this isn't a negotiable course like this is this is a prerequisite to life like you need to learn this and this isn't something you learn in a day in a week in a month in a year this is a life Long journey, yeah, of letting things go, letting parts of yourself go, right? Yeah, um, it anyway. was cool because he taught. I I just
0: heard this thing about the difference between there's progressions to it, uh, suppression, repression, acceptance versus letting go. And I realized like, oh, I'm it's an gonna I'm an ac- so, I'm an acceptor here because I've been accepting yeah. a lot of things, yeah. but truly letting them go is having no no preference towards yeah. it, right? Yeah. So I thought it just is. It just is. Yeah. Uh, it was really hard you guys to practice <laughs> but right, over right. time all those little things the person driving slow uh, the elevator situation you talked about those are all just there to help you because the bigger stuff's yeah. coming right so remember the practice you're doing remember those little moments that you were getting ready for this right and so the the grind changes It's no more external right it's all internal work now all internal. um talk to me a little bit about how somatic breathing breath work the stuff that you're focusing on how you can help other people how is that um <clears throat> apply to the conversation we're having yeah, so somatic
1: breathwork, what it is, quick elevator pitch. It's 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 an invitation to go inward and use the breath as a broom to sweep out stress, pressure, trauma. Right? We have these things that we're carrying, and they manifest in the body as disease. Right? Like cancer, heart disease. Like like eighty percent of women have an autoimmune disorder. It's because they're deep feelers and they're they're deeply suppressed. Right. Um, uh, Gosh, where was I going from there? I lost my train of thought with that. But but it's an invitation to go inward and use the breath as, a, as an opportunity to sweep out stress, pressure, trauma. And what I do with people is I use rhythmic music and breathing patterns in order to produce a cathartic release, right? Like somatic breath work is what changed my life. It was the only thing that helped me in that season that I was in. I started ice baths, Will. I remember. And this is for everybody. Um, I started ice baths not because of personal development, because I was trying to biohack. Nobody knows this, but I was numb. I was so numb to life. I was doing that every morning just so I could wake up and function that day. That's where I was in my life. And I, I cut out everything, man. I cut out caffeine. I cut out everything that was in the way of me figuring out what was wrong with me, right? And that's what started that ice bath journey, right? Um, and so I started somatic breathwork, dude. I was I was. I was allowing myself to feel sadness, I was in tears, I was screaming, I was yelling. I remember I'd walk into my wife's office, she works from home, and I'm like, hey, like I'm gonna do some somatic breath work down here. I don't know what's gonna come up, but I'm okay. Like, And I'd have to have those talks with her before I go down there and do it, because I'm like yelling, I'm screaming. Like, People, if they watch this, they think I'm having like an exorcism, but all I'm doing is allowing this energy, this emotion, to move through my body the way it was intended to. That's all emotion is, is energy in motion. And every time you have an emotion comes up, it wants to go through you, right? But when that comes up, what do we do? We're like, oh, I don't wanna feel that, let me just push that down, let me Mm -hmm. just push it to the side, let me just numb it, let me repress it. And so, when you do that, it, 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 it gets stuck, right? It gets stuck in different parts of our body. Like you get knots, right? You get muscle knots. You get, like I said, it manifests as disease, it uh, manifests autoimmune disorders, it manifests as mental disorders, mm-hmm. right? And what do we do in the medical world? We just give somebody an antidepressant because we think there's something wrong with them. No, this is actually an intelligent response. Your body, depression, anxiety, these things are actually intelligent responses in your body that says like, there's something here you need to deal with, mm-hmm. right? Like, like, uh, and I look back, I'm like, depression was the greatest gift I ever received. You know, Jim Carrey says, uh, he says depression, what it is, is it's your soul saying to your body, hey, I don't want to play this this character anymore. Like this avatar that you've created, these masks like we were talking about, yep. I don't want to wear them anymore. And so depression is deep it's deep rest. Mm-hmm. Like depressing is that it sounds like deep rest. Yeah. So it's your body healing in a way. Yeah right? But we think it's something wrong because of society and all these different things. Like we can go Thanks. way deep into this, but yeah. But anyway, with somatic breath work, the first half is I help people clear. Right? I help people clear out the emotions. I help people have the cathartic releases um, so that they can be themselves again. Like there's a saying that I always tell my clients, I'm like, when you clear, you become clear. Mm-hmm. When you clear on a mental level, when you, or when you clear on a body level, you clear on a mental level. Um, and so the first half is all about clearing. And now that we've cleared, the second half is repatterning and uh, re-regulating the nervous system. So it's like, now that we've cleared, what do you wanna bring back in? How do you wanna feel? Let's bring back in joy. Let's bring back in happiness let's bring back in peace let's bring back in abundance how do you want other people to feel from you yeah how do you want to relate to others how do you want to show yeah. up for your wife how do you want to show up for your kids how do you want to show up for that cashier at hy-vee today yeah right we want to bring back in that into every cell in the body and we want to like almost like uh joe spends like we want to reprogram the body uh-huh. to remember what that feels like yeah and so that's what my sessions are like and that's why it's so it's such a passion of mine it's not only did it save my life and heal me um, but my job as a practitioner is just to hold a safe space hold the container right because most people don't feel safe to express that stuff yeah so right?
0: and and you've progressed to um, helping people through this now which I'm sure that's been a journey in itself but how often are you doing that and if I hey I'm gonna come to one session I'm gonna be healed forever right
1: how does this work no um i mean it really depends on where you're at you know i mean when when people sit down with me it's like hey like why are you here give me some context give me an intention i always have everybody anchoring a one-word intention you know it could be release it could be clarity it could be gratitude like anything and we anchor that in during the breathwork session and then um i've never had a session where somebody didn't feel great or get benefit out of it. And based on that, you know, we, we come up with a system, come up with a plan to maybe we get together a little bit more. Sure. But um, But what I really love to do is group sessions because somebody else, you know, having a good cry or somebody else, you know, having a good yell or, somebody else dancing, like it might bring something else up for somebody else. Like we're all mirrors for each other mm-hmm. and it gives them the permission to go within themselves. Because sometimes uh, the first couple of times people work with me, like they, they don't give themselves the permission. Yeah. They don't allow themselves to go there. You know, even, yeah. th- even though they feel safe with me um, in the session, they don't, they don't trust themselves. It's yep. like, I haven't felt that since I was a little boy, since what I was a little happen. girl. Yeah. I don't want to go there. But what people don't understand is you have to feel it to heal it. Mm -hmm. like by you feeling it and you going through that like that's the gateway you know like it's that's what you got to do yeah you know but you got to have courage you know
0: so they can if if (laughs) somebody wanted to get into this and reach out to you obviously you'll give them the details of all this um and i you know i think you're talking about something really important i get it i get the um thanks for sharing everything about that too um i get (laughs) i get the opportunity to uh work and coach real estate agents yeah the people we are, the people that we're in the industry with. And there's a, a really high demand for uh, healing mm-hmm. and, and having people help others. Yeah, I so like I'm fortunate because you attract who you are, right? I'm, I'm, I'm a flawed being. I attract flawed beings into my life, right? Mm-hmm. My, my job on this earth or my responsibility is to help others serve. Yeah. Um, and so what you're doing means a lot. It's a huge impact. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Thank keep doing role. what you do. You, Have you ever read the book, Letting Go? The Art of Surrender? Uh, yep, David Hawkins. Yeah, it's my favorite book. I'm rereading it again. It's like- The Laws of
1: Consciousness.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Scale of Consciousness. The scale yeah. of Consciousness. It and blew my mind. It talks about yeah. anger and how anger can be such a good thing
1: Yeah.
0: and how, you know, that can take you to courage and mm-hmm. working your way up that. it, yeah. You're going to attract exactly who you are on that, right? And yeah. so- Courage is the
1: gatekeeper. Before we between, go positive. Between, between the lower and the higher hemispheres, yeah. man. And it's like, that's what people got to lean into. Yeah. You know, it's scary, but you can't have you can't have courage without fear. Yeah. You know? It's
0: so important. So I think what you're doing is amazing. This has been like one of my favorite conversations. We don't have enough time. You don't say that every time, do you? No. no. <laughs> watch them. You should watch them. Um, we could probably have another conversation about right. this for yeah. two, three hours, right? Yeah. Um, oh, hey, by the way, guys, he sells real estate. Who who knew, right? Um, I appreciate making the time um, to be, you you know, to to share what you're going through, be vulnerable, and then to help other people. So thanks for being here. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. All right, y'all. Thanks for hopping on. We will see you in two weeks.